And hello, everyone, and welcome to the Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophecy TV Radio Edition. I am Vic Batista, along with Web Minister Nathan Jones, and we are transmitting live from our station here, www.twave.tv, twitcasting.tv, Facebook, and our various networks. So we thank you for tuning in for today's program as we continue in, in the book of Zechariah, chapter 8, as we will be talking about truth and peace. But before we continue, I'm going to ask Nathan Jones if he will open us up with a word of prayer. Well, Lord Jesus, we thank you so much for this time to get together and study your word. We thank you for all those tuning in. We just pray, Lord, that uh, they, like us, will be edified by studying your word. We thank you, Lord, for your great love for us in your precious name. Amen. Amen. Again, you're tuning into The Truth Will Set You Free, Bible Prophecy TV Radio Edition, Big Batista Nathan Jones. As we're looking at the book of Zechariah chapter 8. And today's program is sponsored by Calvary Chapel Aventura, Calvary Chapel Broward. And the truth will set you free. And you can find more information here on www.twave.tv. Also, I want to encourage those of you that are watching us live via Facebook and Twitcasting, the various networks, to post your questions or your comments there uh, for us. Those of you that are following us on Twitter, remember today is the first Wednesday of the month where we take some time to fast and pray and today we're going to be praying for hope for our nation as we take that time to pray and fast for our nation so we pray that you can also be part of that wonderful opportunity of prayer and fasting but before we continue i'm going to welcome nathan jones to our program nathan it's great to have you back hey great to be back brother how are you feeling I am feeling so much better, Nathan. As you know, this is that little bit of a season here in South Florida where we have a change of weather. So I lost my voice for a few days, and uh, you said, Vic, maybe God wants you to listen more and talk less. So I took your advice. Well, good. I hope you heard whatever he had to tell you. <laughs> I did, Nathan. I did. But again, it's good to have you back. I know you also have been very busy, Nathan, traveling around with Dr. Reagan, doing conferences and uh, uh, Lamb, uh, Lamb Lion Ministry. Gosh, you guys support so many ministries out there. Can you briefly talk to us a little bit about Lamb Lion Ministry, maybe your contact information? That would be fantastic, Nathan. Lamb Lion Ministries is a Bible prophecy ministry. Our mission is to proclaim the soon return of Jesus Christ. So we teach the third of the Bible that is God's prophetic word. It was founded by Dr. David Reagan, who's our founder and director. And uh, I'm the associate evangelist and web minister. We also have a television show called Christ in Prophecy, which you can catch on all the major Christian networks like TBN and NRB and Daystar. And uh, we have a website at lamblion.com or christinprophecy.org. There you can uh, check out our blog and our online store as well. You can download our app, the Lamb and Lion app. And we have tons of resources, articles, TV shows, radio podcasts such as this one, which thank you for letting us re-air it on our blog. Uh, Vic and uh, Lord uh, has given us just so many opportunities to yeah. spread the gospel. And so check us out, lamblion.com, and get to know the wonders that is God's prophetic word. Wow, thank you so much, Nathan Jones. And Nathan, just briefly, uh, you introduced a new, really nice evangelistic video uh, to reaching out the community. Can you talk to us briefly about that as well? Well, I want to do a little uh, short teaching videos. Uh, most people on the Internet, we don't have a long attention span, as you know. Just a few minutes in a video, most people read like they used to. So I want to do some bite-sized teachings and started at the first of a new series called The Inbox. And the yes. for the end times. We've got it on YouTube and, of course, our website at ChristinProphecy.org. And the first one starts, Why Study Bible Prophecy? And I give the reasons why we should study Bible prophecy. And uh, so I hope to do many more of those as time permits. My 
Associate Stevens uh, done a fantastic job with the editing. Yes. He wanted to just not be me looking like I'm doing a selfie. And, <laughs> and, so, so, yeah, so uh, check it out, uh, the inbox on YouTube, and uh, we hope to do many more of those uh, short little videos and help people grow in their understanding of God's Word. Well, praise the Lord for that, Nathan. I, and I did watch it. It's exciting. So I want to encourage anyone listening or watching, check it out. Those of you are watching us live via Facebook and Twitcast, you can see that information there on the back screen with Nathan Jones. And, Nathan, I'm holding up a uh, flyer here. There's a conference coming up soon. Can you talk to us briefly about that as well? Well, on the 15th and 16th of this month, July, we are holding a conference, and our big annual conference for Lamb and Lion Ministries. This year's theme is The Great Debates of Bible Prophecy, and we're basing it on Ron Rhodes' book by the same title, and he covers the eight great debates involved in Bible prophecy. Unfortunately, there's not eight of us to speak, but we're going to cover uh, most of them. Dr. Reagan is the speaker, myself. Yeah. Just have uh, one of our assistant evangelists, Tim Moore, and uh, a former associate, Dennis Pollock. Uh, we also have Dr. Yes. Ron Rhodes himself coming, and for Excellent. those who will be at the banquet, uh, we have uh, David Hawking. So, but people can on Saturday tune in to landline.com and watch it streaming, so they can have the conference in their home or on their mobile device, or if they want to, or a pastor and want to host it at their church, they can do that as well. And. Uh, we'll also have the archives up for about two weeks afterwards so that people can uh, continue to watch. Thank you so much, Nathan Jones. Again, those of you that are tuning in live, check out that information in the back. I know some of you are already giving us thumbs up there on Facebook and logging in. Praise the Lord. That's awesome. So, Nathan, again, just a lot of wonderful things that are happening uh, uh, around the world, your ministries, also Lamb Lion Ministries and all the wonderful resources there. So uh, we're very excited, Nathan. Nathan, we are definitely in, in a period and time where, where we're in such need of, of truth and, and real truth. Even in our country, the United States of America now, we're in the middle of an election uh, soon. And there's just so much uh, things going on in the news that people are having a hard time really uh, believing in things. What do they believe anymore? And that's why we always encourage people back to the Bible. In the time of Zechariah, there were similar situations. But we find the nation of Israel listening, obeying the word of God. And uh, talking about God's truth. And you are taking us through this incredible journey in the book of Zechariah. Today we're going to be in Zechariah chapter 8. So Nate, would you be able to take us through chapter 8 and maybe briefly touch base on chapter 7 as we close chapter 7. We're talking about spiritual fasting. Can you talk to us a little bit about that as we before we move into chapter 8? Well certainly. Zechariah was a prophet, a young prophet around 520 B.C., and uh, he and Haggai were tasked to getting the people motivated to rebuild the temple. They had just come back from exile for, for uh, by the time they got the temple built in 70 years of exile in Babylon, and the people were weary, and the country was a pale shadow of what it had been before. And so God used Haggai and Zechariah to encourage the people. And uh, the people wanted to know, uh, in chapter 7, if fasting and, and holding these special feasts made them more godly and, right. and he said no justice and mercy show justice show mercy that shows that you're more godly so god was again teaching the jewish people that it wasn't a uh, what you do in the lord but it's a heart issue and if you have the right heart issue then you right. actually do good works for the lord mm. and so he's continued to encourage them but that's when we get to chapter eight and brother i love chapter eight yes. chapter eight has so many promises not just for the jewish people but for for all those who have put their faith in Jesus Christ, and because it's about Jesus' victory, his millennial kingdom, Jesus Christ Ooh. ruling and reigning on this earth. 
Praise the Lord. And Nathan, that's why I'm, I'm excited with you about chapter eight. It's just such a wonderful, incredible passage, incredible prophecies here. So I'm excited. Please take us through. Okay, well, let's do chapter eight. And I'm going to have to switch over to the NIV 84 because my new King James version isn't available at the moment. So no problem. Bear with me for those who don't have this older version. But again, <laughs> again, the word of the Lord Almighty came to me. And this is what the Lord Almighty says. I am very zealous for Zion. I am burning with jealousy for her. This is what the Lord says. I will return to Zion and dwell in Jerusalem. Then Jerusalem will be called the city of truth, and the mountain of the Lord Almighty will be called the holy mountain. This is what the Lord Almighty says. Once again, men and women of ripe old age will sit in the streets of Jerusalem, each with a cane in hand because of his age. The city streets will be filled with boys and girls playing mm. there. And this is what the Lord Almighty says. It may yeah. seem marvelous to the remnant of this people at the time, but it will seem marvelous to me, declares the Lord Almighty. And this is what the Lord Almighty says, I will save my people from the countries of the east and the west, and I will bring them back to live in Jerusalem. They will be my people, and I will be faithful and righteous to them as their God. Wow, Nathan. I mean, this is, uh, the, uh, we look at Israel now, and we read this in Zechariah. Can you talk to us about this? What exactly is this talking about? What time period? This time period involves the future. This hasn't happened yet. But it's about how God is zealous for his land. He's zealous for his people, both the church and the Jewish people. And he wants a remnant of all Gentile yes. and Jew alike to come to a saving knowledge of him. And that will be the millennial kingdom. Now, this is a, a future time period, but it requires Jesus Christ to be here, literally, physically, ruling and reigning from Jerusalem. Mm. And it's a time period of the future, too, because we know that Jerusalem, which will become the capital city of the world, will be called the City of Truth and yes. the Mountain of the Lord Almighty, the Holy Mountain. And it might be referred to that because of biblical past, but it'll actually be the City of Truth and the Holy Mountain one day as Jesus rules and reigns from his millennial temple in Jerusalem. Excellent point. So, Nathan, of course, we know that uh, Israel has been regathered as a nation. We know that there are uh, the streets are beginning to be filled with boys and girls playing. But there's a big difference between now and this future event, right? There is. There is. I've been to Jerusalem three times, and it's a happening city. It's growing. It's yes. flourishing. There are people in the streets again. Uh, it's a definite answer to prayer, but we're only seeing a partial fulfillment here. Yes. Because what we're, this is really talking about is a time yet to come. And we know that because, for one, uh, the, the status of Jerusalem in the world isn't what it is here in exactly. Zechariah 8. And uh, we're talking about the people living the old ages in the streets and the right. streets filled with boys and girls playing. And, brother, I've seen that. I've seen old people in the streets. I've seen kids playing. Yeah. But it's always under a shadow of possible attack from all the Islamic nations around them and possible Palestinian terrorists in country. It's not a time of peace. It's right. not a time where Jerusalem is considered holy. Actually, man, most people think Jerusalem, ah, oh, you know, it's all Jewish, but it, it might be inhabited by Jewish and Christians and Muslims, but it's very pagan. It's yes. Only 85% of the, the Jews there are they're really secular humanists. Only 15% are Orthodox yeah. or Messianic. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's filled with pagan temples, pagan shrines, and yes. sadly the worst of them are the Catholic ones. 
Yes. Nathan, well, that's a good point. As you know, I was also just there for the first time a few weeks ago. And, and yeah, it, that's right. And it was kind of sad in a way, Nathan, because you're walking through these streets and you see all these hideous things that people are involved with, uh, celebration of gay pride and just all these abominable things. And you're saying, wait a minute, what is going on here? It's definitely not a city of truth yet. <laughs> no, it's not a holy mountain at, at no. all. Did, did you happen to go to the Church of the Holy Sepulchre where supposedly Jesus was crucified? Yes. Yes, Nathan, it, it's so sad. Have you seen that? Yeah, I mean, have you seen a, a place that is as pagan as that place is? Oh, Nathan, and then also walking through the different streets there, just everywhere, the idolatry, it's really a sad situation, you know? Oh, yeah, people kissing stones and kissing crosses and and uh, all the fighting that goes on as the different sects try to control the Church of the Holy Sepulchre. Yeah, yeah the Via Della Rosa, which... You know, the, the whole layout of Jerusalem is different now, so it's, yes. but it's traditional for Catholic tradition. The Islamic, the Dome of the Rock, sitting the right there where the temple should be. Yes. Uh, you can't think of a more insult to God than having a pagan shrine put right on top of where his holy temple should be. So, yes, yes man, I totally agree. Jerusalem of today is not what we're reading about in Zechariah 8. And that's why sometimes, Nathan, some people erroneously mistake this passage, this portion here, to thinking that that's what's going on right now. But no, you have to look at the whole thing in its own in its context. Yeah, yeah. Bear in mind Zechariah's audience. At the time, they were the Jewish people. They had just finished building the temple, but it was a right. very poor shadow compared to Solomon's temple. They were very poor, having returned from exile. Jerusalem was still pretty pretty well destroyed. They were rebuilding, but it wasn't, you know, the Jewish position was poor. Right. They were serving the Medo-Persian Empire at the time. It was definitely not a time where the Jewish people had become a faithful remnant to God, where Jesus Christ was exalted over the world, mm -hmm. and Jerusalem is the most holy place, the capital of the world. This is clearly a prophecy that fits in the millennial kingdom in the future. Absolutely. And that's why I'm so glad that you're clarifying for us this, Nathan, because, yes, we are excited that Israel is regathered as a nation. We see people there uh, like never before. But yet this this passage is talking about a time where there will be true truth and peace. And Nathan, I'm so saddened because we're living in the world that is filled with so many lies. I mean, just right now in, in politics, we're reading in the news about people that should that, that have uh, um uh, done criminal acts and they're being excused as carelessness and, and it's just so much lies and confusion out there well yeah I mean how is the faith in our government supposed to go if our own politicians can't obey the law and they get away with murder all the time a lot of them some of them uh, let me say some of them <laughs> literally getting away with murder uh, they're performing criminal acts they're they're ignoring the will of the people they're not representing us they're the, the judges are changing the Constitution to meet yes. the, what they say is modern norms. Uh, we're not following the Word of God anymore. We're kicking God out of the schools and, and the media and the government, and soon they want us to kick Christians out of society so we have no right. influence. So we're living in a terribly corrupted society right now. But when Jesus Christ returns, he will defeat yeah. the kingdoms of this world. We read that in Daniel 2, where Daniel uh, is given the vision about Nebuchadnezzar's statue, yes. and all the nations of the world, are, the final form, is destroyed by a rock from heaven, a stone not cut by human hands, Jesus Christ himself. And he will destroy the Gentile and powers of the world, and he will set up his own kingdom one day. And brother, that was meant to encourage the people in Zechariah's time, 
And I find it very encouraging in our time as well. Absolutely. And that's why we, we look to the future for real hope and, and real truth, Nathan. And that's only going to be established when Jesus Christ comes and he rules and reigns. Of course, we see the world is in preparation right now. We see signs all around us that the Lord is about to return. So that brings us hope, Nathan. I don't think we have a lot of time left. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love it how the Jewish people one day, those who are saved and live on into the millennial kingdom, that they will, it will seem marvelous to them that the despised Jewish people of today, the, where the United Nations spend more time uh, talking against Israel than against known terrorist countries like Iran and Syria and, and even oppressive regimes like in Cuba and, and Boko Haram in Nigeria. No, they're, they're attacking Israel all the time. The anti-Semitism runs wild across the planet. And so the Jewish people will think that this is marvelous. But to the Lord... It says, will it seem marvelous to me? No, <laughs> of course not. Because God always, 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 always fulfills his promises. He promised that he will return and reign one day, and the remnant of those who have accepted Jesus as Savior will rule Ooh. and reign with them. To God, this has already passed history, man. It is already done for the Lord. We, in our point in time, are waiting for that to fulfill. Yes. So we can do our role in God's kingdom as well. Excellent point, Nathan. Thank you so much. Again, you're tuning into the Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophecy TV Radio Edition. Vic Batista, Nathan Jones, as we're looking at Zechariah chapter 8, talking about truth and peace. And of course, again, for those of you that are watching us live and tune in, go ahead and post your questions or your comments up for us there. So, Nathan, again, very exciting. Uh, and there's so much more here. Can you continue to take us to this wonderful passage in Zechariah chapter 8? Certainly. Let's pick up the verse 9. This is what the Lord Almighty says. You who now hear these words spoken by the prophets who were there when the foundation was laid for the house of the Lord Almighty. Let your hands be strong so that the temple may be built. Before that time, there were no wages for man or beast. No one could go about his business safely because of his enemy. For I had turned every man against his neighbor. But now I will not deal with the remnant of this people as I did in the past, declares the Lord Almighty. The seed will grow well. The vine will yield its fruit. The ground will produce its crops, and the heavens will drop their dew. I will give all these things as an inheritance to the remnant of this people. As you have been an object of cursing among the nations, O Judah and Israel, so I will save you, and you will be a blessing. Do not be afraid, but let your hands be strong. Woo, Nathan, let me tell you, when God is on your side, everything prospers, everything blossoms, everything is awesome. I just love this passage. <laughs> Beautifully said. Now, remember back in the beginning, and Zechariah, that the Samaritans, they were the people who were right. left in the land after uh, the Jews were exiled, or the Jewish remnant. They intermarried with the Gentiles, and they had other people move in. And the Samaritans did not want the Jewish people returning and rebuilding Jerusalem. So they tried everything they could to stop the temple's reconstruction. And eventually, another king in, in Persia halted the construction. The Jewish people lost hope. They went back to building their own homes and farms, but the Lord would not let those farms be fruitful. And right. so he, they sent both Haggai and Zechariah with the same message. You know, don't build your own houses, build the Lord's houses, trust in him, and he will make it work. And mm -hmm. brother, he did. He did. The Samaritans tried to, to again, to get the Jewish people to stop building, but the king, a new king of Persia came, and he approved what they were doing, and he told the Samaritans, leave them alone or you will basically die. Right. And so the Jewish people were able to rebuild the temple, and now God's promising, because you rebuilt my house. In other words, you put me yeah. as priority first in your lives. I will bless you greatly one day. Ultimately, 
during the millennial kingdom. Excellent point. And Nathan, and, and, and I think you would attest to it and you would agree that, you know what, that's been so true in our own personal lives. When we obey the Lord, when we trust his word, we see God's blessing. But when we turn our backs on him and we choose to disobey, there's also God's correction. And he's not going to bless us when we're not living right or obeying him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the verse that goes, uh, seek me first and my righteousness and all these things will be added to you as well? I, I kind of mangled that one there. but uh, Matthew, Matthew 6, Nathan, you're right on. Yeah. yeah. Seek, me, seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and Absolutely. all these things will be added to you. When we put Jesus Christ first in our lives and yeah. we seek him, then all that other things that we worry about, that, that the pagans worry about, you know, clothes, food, shelter, food. You know, important things, the Lord always provides. Excellent point. And that's been one of those powerful passages, Nathan, that I've always talked in my heart because it's a true promise. It's priority, right, Nathan? When we have our priorities right and we put God first, everything else works orderly. But when we put God last and we put ourselves first, we mess everything up. <laughs> exactly. And that was a, an ongoing issue with the Jewish people. They kept putting right. themselves first again and again and again. They ran after other gods. They rebelled against God. And finally, that the promise that God gave to Moses in Deuteronomy 28, that he would exile them if they continued yeah. to rebel against them, happened. And But the, the, what's great about Zechariah's audience is that these are people that have already been chastised. They yes. have already learned their lessons. And, and when the prophets came with God's message, like it says here in the passage, they obeyed. They, they said, all right, well, we are, we, please forgive us. We're going to build God's temple, no matter what oh, the Samaritans or the Samaritans say. And God made miracles happen, and they rebuilt that temple. Mm. And now God is saying, hey, you think this is great now. Wait till you right. see what my kingdom will be like. That Ooh. will be incredible. As the verse says, marvelous. Marvelous. <laughs> <laughs> well, marvelous. Marvelous. You know, Nathan, and if people want to get a glimpse of heaven, I mean, there's so many passages. Of course, you, you, we look at the book of Revelation 21 and 22, but also uh, chapter 4 of the book of Revelation, right, Nathan? When we get there, the throne room of God and, and the appearance, it, it's just incredible. It is. It is. I, I can't wait till the millennial kingdom comes because it is a time where peace, righteousness, and justice reigns. Man, there won't be lawgivers or lawmakers because Jesus Christ will be the only lawmaker. And we, as God's saints and our glorified bodies, will rule and reign with him That's... as kings and, and teachers and administrators and governors and mayors throughout the planet over those people who have survived the tribulation, accepted yeah. Christ, and live on into the millennial kingdom in their earthly bodies. They'll have children, and we will get to be a nurturing wow. group uh, over them. But the Jewish people, who have been rejected and despised for thousands of years, will finally be a priestly people to the Amen. Lord, and the world will look on Jerusalem as the capital of the planet. That is amazing. And so the reality is Jerusalem will be the superpower of the world, Nathan, someday. So we believe that. <laughs> we will. We're going to see it happen. And, and it just the anti-Semitism that we have today, the hatred right. of the nation of Israel and the right. Jewish people, that's clearly satanic. There, it makes no sense that any group people group can be hated as much as the Jewish people. And why everybody is so concerned about a country the size of New Jersey, and they're so focused on Jerusalem, who controls it? Because they know, as Satan knows, in his heart, that one day Jesus Christ will rule and reign from it, and it'll be his defeat, not only during the tribulation, but when Satan is released at the end of the Millennial Kingdom, he'll raise an army of people who want to rebel against Jesus. They'll march on Jerusalem, but Jesus, just by speaking, will bring fire down upon this army and destroy him, and Satan will be cast into hell. 
Jerusalem Woo! is Satan's last stand, and he will be defeated there. Nathan, what a and you know, Nathan, I, I just love this because uh, you posted regarding Dr. Reagan and uh, his truth regarding how the world hates uh, uh, the Jewish people, and I think it was a great job just bringing about the truth that God is not done with Israel. The Bible is true, and everything the Bible says will come to pass. Correct. Yeah, our founder, Dr. David Reagan, has a real heart for the Jewish people. This past weekend, he was at the Messianic Jewish uh, Conference up in Pennsylvania, and there he preached three powerful sermons about why the world hates the Jews and where the Jews fit in Bible prophecy. And it can only be called satanic, why the world hates the Jews. But what's amazing is that the Jewish people who have accepted Jesus as Savior will become a priestly people for Jesus That's Christ right. during the Millennial Kingdom. And that should have been, that should encourage the people in Zechariah's time. That should encourage the Jewish people today. And the church needs to understand that and stop thinking that the church is God's kingdom. We are an ecclesiastical kingdom on this earth now, a spiritual right. kingdom, but a physical kingdom. The Davidic kingdom still is yet to come, and we're waiting for that. That's right, Nathan. So, again, we want to encourage those of you that are watching and praying. Again, continue to pray for Israel. Continue to pray for the Jewish people. God is not through with them. God's plan is in full effect, and we see it here in Zechariah chapter 8. For those of you that are watching or listening, follow along with us in the Bible as we continue making our way through Zechariah 8. An incredible, incredible passage. Nathan Jones, please yeah, continue to take us through this wonderful, encouraging passage. Okay, well, let's do 14 to the end of the chapter. This is what the Lord Almighty says. Just as I had determined to bring disaster upon you and show no pity when your fathers angered me, says the Lord Almighty, so now I have determined to do good again to Jerusalem and Judah. Do not be afraid. These are the things you should do. Speak the truth to each other and render true and sound judgments in your courts. Do not plot evil against your neighbor. Do not love to swear falsely. I hate all of this, declares the Lord. Again, the word of the Lord Almighty came to me, and this is what the Lord Almighty says. The fast of the fourth, fifth, seventh, and tenth months will become joyful and glad occasions and happy festivals for Judah. Therefore, love, truth, and yes. peace. And this is what the Lord Almighty says. Many people and the inhabitants of many cities will yet come. And the inhabitants of one city will go to another and say, Let us go at once to entreat the Lord and seek the Lord Almighty. I myself am going. Mm. And many peoples and powerful nations will come to Jerusalem yes. to seek the Lord Almighty and to entreat Him. And this is what the Lord Almighty says. In those days, ten men from all languages and nations will take firm hold of one Jew by the end of the road right. and say, Let us go with you because we have heard that God is with you. Woo. So Nathan, like it or not, we're going to be grabbing the Jews' hands, and they're going to be. And it's, this is an incredible passage. Well, it says, "Speak to each other truth," right, Nathan? And this is what we're proclaiming right now: it's the word of God, and the word of God is truth. We have a ministry, Nathan, of course, like our program called "The Truth Will Set You Free," and that is because <laughs> the word is true. Amen, amen. And that goes back to what you were saying about the politicians of today. I mean, he even points out if you're in a court, if you're a judge then give sound judgment based on justice and God's law. If you're a politician, then do good. Stop lining your pockets. Stop cheating. Stop stealing. Stop lying. If you're a government agency that's supposed to be a watchdog, don't let politicians who are criminals get away with whatever they want to get away with. That's right. It degrades the nation. But all that's going to be swept away one day. Jesus Christ will return, and he will rule and reign with justice. There will be festivals again. 
People will love truth, they'll love peace, there'll be no more war during the Millennial Kingdom. The inhabitants of the world will want to travel to Israel every year and visit Jesus Christ, and they'll grab on that hem of the Jew and say, hey, hey, you represent God up, uh, and Jesus Christ up in Jerusalem, we want to go see him, uh, take us there, take us there. So, man, it's an exciting time, I can't wait, because I'm so sick of how disgustingly corrupt human government is, yeah. but how wonderful Jesus Christ's kingdom will be one well, day. Well, Nathan, and how Satan twists the truth about Israel and what's really going to happen. The reality is, for every Christian, of course, Messianic Jew, we need to be praying for Israel because that is our hope and our future. It lies there where the Bible says all these things are going to happen. So this anti-Semitism, this attack on, on, on Israel and the lies being spread about it, we know that behind this is the enemy himself, right, Nate? Yes, exactly. You know, Nathan, uh, this is an exciting passage because, again, we, we title our message there, uh, Truth and Peace. And when there's real truth in, in the world and in our country, there will be true peace. But when there's lies, there will always be the false peace, that counterfeit like the Antichrist is going to bring. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I mean, Satan is behind the world powers. The principalities and powers of the world are evil. And that's why humans love evil. We, we are... Uh, self-drawn and uh, Satan kind of pushes that along and, and tempts us and we fortunately follow but during the millennial kingdom Satan will be bound in the pit so he and the demons won't even be tempting us so whatever sins people commit they're doing it on their own they can't blame anybody else mm. but uh, the level of sin will be so diminished during that time period absolutely excellent point again you tune into the truth will set you free bible prophecy tv radio edition big batista nathan jones we're looking at zechariah chapter 8 talking about truth and listen we want to share with you that god loves you god has a wonderful plan for your life and that is the truth and the promises of his word and if you don't have a relationship with jesus we want to give you an opportunity to turn to christ right now while there is still time and nathan speaking of truth uh we love the promises of the word but we also know that maybe there might be some people out there that are still a little bit deceived, they still haven't trusted in Christ. Would you be able, Nathan, to share with them how they can start the truth relationship with Jesus Christ right now in following Him? Well, the truth and promise of God is John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. And that's a promise open to anybody. And if you accept Jesus Christ as your Savior in faith and repentance, you too will be saved. So pray for something from your heart. Dear Jesus, please forgive me of my sins and be my Savior. And Jesus promises he will forgive you of your sins, mm. he will cleanse your guilt, and you will inherit the promise of eternal life with him. Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. And that is the truth of the Word of God and what God will seek to do. And maybe you trusted in Christ. By praying right now, as Nathan led you into a very simple prayer, we would love to hear for you. Reach out to us, 305-992-9537. We'd love to give you more resources on how you can continue to grow in your relationship with the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Nathan, what an amazing program. What an amazing passage. And uh, thank you so much, Nathan, for opening this passage up to us. I know we ran out of time, but Nathan, thank you so much for joining us and uh, just uh, sharing this incredible truth with us. Well, Pastor Vic, I want to thank you for doing what the Zechariah says, love, truth, and peace. Having a web uh, uh, website and a radio ministry called The Truth Will Set You Free. <laughs> you love truth. You love peace, brother. You're a great example for us to follow. Oh, thank you so much, Nathan Jones. And may the Lord bless you. And for those of you that are tuned in, again, Vic Batista, Nathan Jones, we want to say goodbye. May the Lord bless you. Keep your eyes on Jesus. He is coming back very, very soon. And remember, tune in next week. Lord willing, same bat time, same bat channel. Have a great week. Thank you, Nathan Jones. God bless.